0: hello everyone and welcome to a fixed Medical group podcast I'm here with dr. Samuel Wegg and I am dr. Patrick cucarola and today we're going to talk about a detox well I guess the last few weeks we've been talking about detox but for the most part we were explaining what to limit or remove or completely eliminate from our diet or our life to kind of just avoid your body having to detox too much but inevitably, our body has to detox every day, every second. There's a ton of stress in life. You're going to have food, air, and So today we are going to go over how to boost, basically, a de- the detoxification process, how to amplify it, to optimize it. Right, Sam?
1: That's right. <laughs> um, as Pat said, we've been focusing on these things that you can take out. Once we take that stuff out so we're not inflaming our body, what can we really do to bolster, um, I guess you would call it the repair mm-hmm. aspect or like get the benefits of not having this food anymore so you can really feel the energy and all those other parts. Really two ends to this equation.
0: Yeah, because I believe you always mention like through our restart program, there's three phases. There's yep. removing the inflammation or limiting as much then actually going through the detox part and then yep. we're getting into the lifestyle, the fitness, and how to continue this for the rest of your life. Right. And I kind of break down the actual detoxification again in the power of three is you are eliminating or removing um, and breaking down the, the known toxins in the body. And then your body has to actually excrete it and remove it completely through the kidney, through filtration. And then we also throughout those phases need to build up our detoxification powerhouse in our body. And that's where we're going to kind of really hit on today. So, just a quick review. Sam, we'll make this very simple. The last few weeks, we kind of talked about what to eliminate, so.
1: Yeah. We went over our first time was, what is detox? And ultimately, that broad definition, this Eliminating anything that creates inflammation into the body. These, um, what I'm kind of ear quoting, but known irritants. So we talk about the things that create issues for every single person. It's not specific to your blood type or anything like that. And then we work back into, there's lesser known irritants. As Pat was saying, in our program, that's what we help people identify through specific testing as well as an elimination. So some of those bigger things that we discussed, sugar, alcohol, alcohol, fried food. Um, we have our like non-organic raised meats, soy, um, <laughs> couple, there's like a, I would say seven or nine that are big ones. And then the following subsequent weeks, uh, Pat and I broke down sugar really, uh, where you can find that in the, in pretty much everywhere, <laughs> but, uh, how to be aware of it and how to change your relationship with sugar. And then we broke down alcohol last week. Um, and just like with all these tips, we know that We're not preaching a uh, 0% um,
0: use. We don't expect Uh, you to live in a bubble. Right.
1: (laughs) right. To not have any sugar, to never have alcohol, to never sometimes have the fried foods once or twice a year. Um, (laughs) But to uh, learn how to enjoy your life. And as Pat was saying in our restart program, we break that into three phases. And ultimately that last phase when we're working with people is making a what I call a lifestyle type of diet. So figuring out for you based off your food sensitivities, based off your um, things that you do well with when we do the reintroductions of food, and then also your lifestyle. I think that is incredibly important. Maybe lifestyle is not the right word, but your actual, um, what's your day to day? There's things that work really easy that Pat and I can implement at the drop of a hat. We don't have kids. We don't have Um, other people to be responsible for in the morning. We don't have like a family to take care of when we get home. So our day outside of taking care of our clients and working on our business, we have a lot more flexibility. Um, that's not every single person. So when I say a lifestyle type of diet, it truly is making something that's custom to you, but that's sustainable and enjoyable. And the tips Pat and I want to focus on today, these are things to add back in, but also to really help optimize not only a detox, but
0: how you live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I guess one of the first easy ones that I tell a lot of clients, and I know you and I both take it, is the chlorella and spirulina. Mm-hmm. Break that down a little bit, how that is such an important aspect, and easy thing that you can do to actually de- amplify the detoxification process.
1: Yes. Um, this Both of these are superfoods. Um, I'm a big advocate of superfoods, and there's some really amazing benefits for different things. So depending on what you have going on. With these two specifically, um, both of them are algaes, we're going to talk about chlorella first. So chlorella is the fastest growing food in the world, quadruples itself every 24 hours. You might say, who gives a shit about that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. That's an important thing. Is That is called chlorella-like growth factor. Um, that ability to quadruple itself really takes an impact on your good gut bacteria If you tuned in last week, Pat and I talked about when you have alcohol, that it's really negative in the sense of eliminating a lot of good gut bacteria, and it takes time to rebuild it, kind of like a forest, and then drinking is that forest fire, like wiping everything out. It takes a while to rebuild that uh, good soil, everything like that, and ultimately to have those trees grow. So chlorella really bolsters that good gut bacteria. Um, That might not sound that fun but it also removes heavy metals from your body. And this is where you're going to want to listen up. If you're interested on that alcohol talk <laughs> is if you have chlorella prior to drinking, and they have done a lot of studies on this, but having um, a, a, it's a size of, well, it's three grams of chlorella, but prior to drinking 98% chance you feel no hangover uh, symptoms. So no headache, not feeling nauseous. So it really shows how strong this um, algae is at removing these heavy metals from our body. Um, we really don't say incredible. this <laughs> strictly, mm-hmm. so that you can abuse that and not feel hungover. But as Pat and I talked about last time, you know, alcohol is a part of being social, and there are times for celebration. So when we're planning for it, right, you're going to that wedding, you're seeing friends and family you never get to see. Um, chlorella is great to use, so that nobody's hurting the next day, and it's
0: a an en- whole enjoyable weekend, not <laughs> one night. Yeah, amen. and just once again, going boosting your body's own like kind of power to help detoxify itself. An easy mean you can buy it on Amazon. I think you can find it on our website. Yep, and you can, you can take it daily.
1: Yeah, you can get it on our website. Um, if you're on fixmedicalgroup.com we have products. I know see recommendations. We have uh, all of our favorite supplements are listed on there. The other one, Spirulina. This is a algae as well. And talking about buying them, you can actually buy a combo pack. So it's fifty fifty, and you're getting tablets of
0: both. That's what I do. I like to simplify my life. Yeah,
1: make it easy. Um, th- and you see my cupboard. There's so many like our supp- I have more supplements and dishes. <laughs> um, so with spirulina, a little different effect, but pretty cool. Um, I was a, a big advocate of this in the beginning of COVID. Cause if you truly want to talk about boosting your immunity, what spirulina does is it stimulates the uh, stem cells in your longer bones to produce more red and white blood cells. So what that means is within the bone marrow of say like your femur, your leg bone, you're producing more red and white blood cells. And when we talk about boosting immunity, it's like, we know you have more white blood cells, you're going to be doing better at protecting yourself. Also, uh, we just talk about healing,
0: more red blood cells you have, you're getting the needed uh, supplies to that area. All the oxygen nutrients, and you're also able to eliminate with more blood and everything. And guess healthy blood, your body is able to detoxify.
1: So in in short, uh, taking those two in combination is really good. Like Pat was saying, that's how he does it. I I really love the combo pack. It's really easy. If you're looking for something a little more specific, like maybe last time on the alcohol, you're like, you know what, I really need to uh, get back on the wagon of maybe give this up for a while. And you're looking for a more of a short-term detox. I think I mentioned this. Doing chlorella for three months is like a liver detox protocol. So that's an easy way to, you know, kind of get things going before you start working with us and take the specifics. But that's a a highly recommended supplement. And I would say chlorella for me. I cycle off a lot of the superfoods, but I'm consistent with that one. I just feel so much
0: better when I'm on it. I know you're doing the the body good, you know, just mentally as well. Um, the next thing that we uh, help our clients uh, as well of ourselves is another supplement or supplements. And then we're going to get more into the actual lifestyle habits that you can do to help boost your uh, detoxification powers. Mm-hmm. But probiotics, it's um, blown up. You can see them everywhere, every store. It's on commercials now. And just I want to say 10 years ago, we didn't really know what probiotics were. Right. Like the general population didn't. But essentially, it is that was like good
1: the buzzword before gut health,
0: gut health. Yes. Yeah, this overall thing. But yeah, it all goes down to gut health, which is essentially is your immune system. It controls, affects everything your detoxification processes, how you sleep, how you eat, how you heal your overall immune system. So making sure that you have all the troops necessary in your gut, which is what probiotics do, it is help boost the actual good bacteria while helping eliminate the bad bacteria, it's going to help heal the gut. So it's functioning right. So you're thinking clearly your body's healing better. And that is a huge part. Like we're talking about with detoxification, the removal of toxins, but to, in order to do that properly, you need to have all the troops. You need to have the, I guess I want to say the source to actually remove it. Um, and so you're not just kind of s- leaching it away, but yeah. you actually have the forces to do that. And that's what probiotics do. And there's, ton of different strains. So with our patients, we take them through uh, different processes. So like month one, we're going to use a specific strain of these probiotics and prebiotics um, that are going to help heal the gut, but also start to kind of rebuild that internal gut bacteria, the good bacteria. And then there's some other ones with different strains that are going to kind of replenish that gut too. And you're just continually improving your overall health through that, um, so you can go online, but definitely uh, there's a ton of probiotics. There's a ton of we'll say sham ones that are not active. Um, so making it's making sure it's coming from a good source, a reputable power source um, is going to be key. Um, One of them that we use is called IgG26, and that definitely helps increase the good bacteria while also boosting the overall immune system. Another one is called IgG2000, I believe it's CW6, um, but that's another one helping repair the gut lining as well as continuing to boost um, the good bacteria um, throughout that process. And overall, it helps with everything, but in specific to detoxification, like I said, you were improving you are building a better army internally so it can handle all the stressors of life, all the toxins that you are as you're trying to eliminate them, but also you're gonna have some irritants no matter what you do, unless you literally are living in a bubble. You wanna have that power inside of you.
1: Totally. Um as uh you were saying in the beginning about it being like a, a buzzword, um can we but Pat's kind of the master of a lot of this internal stuff and as we were saying, like different strains, there's a <laughs> A lot of different names and a lot of different um, things going on in the gut. And if you felt like you've just heard this kind of talk of like having good gut bacteria versus bad, let's try to break this down a little bit more to help people understand. Because I think one word they get caught up on, what's a prebiotic and what's a probiotic? Um, my easy definition, I'm going to say, correct me if I'm wrong and say, add what you would say differently. I think a prebiotic is ultimately giving ourselves a food that's a precursor to developing that enzyme. So, by having more of that, it's gonna help bolster and build that good gut bacteria, where a probiotic is literally dropping it off. It's like, yeah. it is the bacteria.
0: It is essentially. And then, so prebiotics is exactly what you're saying. But once you have those probiotics, you wanna want to continue to have those prebiotics in that food because you are feeding those troops. I keep on using that analogy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, whether it be good or bad b- gut bacteria, you can feed it, but you want to feed it the good stuff, so you're continuing to improve the good bacteria.
1: So some of those, like prebiotics, might be your examples, like your um, kimchi or sauerkraut, or the, some of these fermented foods will help like bolster or get started that process of developing more. But like Pat said, you kind of want to combo both. Ideally, in our diet, you're bring, taking in some prebiotics, but you want to actually have that probiotic too. Mm-hmm. And err on the side of a safety. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's not here on the side of safety, but that's doing the optimal for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't really a way where in all of your nutrition, and to be clear, because uh, we talk about supplements a lot, and I never want people to feel like you need to be on XYZ supplements. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, we talk about this a lot. Fitness is kind of sold that way. Like you need to have this thing for a certain result. And supplements can fall under that category too because it's easier to sell like this pill that's this magic thing. Mm-hmm. But to be clear, when we talk with clients, um, we want people to get majority of these nutrients that we talk about in our diet. So when we discuss that lifestyle type of diet, it's making sure that you're getting everything your body needs and supplementation is exactly that. It's a supplement to what we're taking in, but a probiotic, um, if you like Pat, if we had to say our top four, I know we would say a probiotic, like supplements, a probiotic's part of that, your B vitamins probably
0: D and I would say like a fish oil or a turmeric. Yeah. I kind of go kind of like our core. I simplify it even more. I'm like everyone like I'm not uh, you shouldn't be on the 100 um, supplements. That's not our job. And you're probably not doing everything right in your lifestyle. If you need those, Um, they can help boost a little bit. But pretty much everyone I truly believe should be on some type of good, high quality multivitamin and getting your omegas, those proper fats, vitamin D, 100 percent, because I think it's something like 92 percent are deficient. It's very high. And then your probiotics. Those are like my main four that I kind of stick with that pretty much everyone should be on.
1: Yep. yeah. the B vitamins to bolster your energy, that uh, fish oil, really no one in their diet gets in like uh, enough. And it's something that's, it is really beneficial for us.
0: Yeah. We could say supplement is supposed to supplement your diet, but we could call these like your essential supplements. And the other ones should be supplements you're boosting or supplementing your diet. If you need those from some kind of deficiency. Exactly. chlorella or spirulina for a specific purpose
1: yeah and like i said with a chlorella one of the big reasons i don't go off of it is um chlorella gets a lot of the vitamins and minerals that we need from like our roughage and our greenery in a day and uh, that's something i'm not i'm hyper good about I'm, as far as getting in a lot of the veggies and stuff like that so this kind of gives me a layer of protection against it and i'm getting in a lot of those nutrients that i need
0: yeah um all right so let's get into those like we keep using the word yeah. lifestyle and those other habits Let's start right there. This is an easy one. You're ready people <laughs> drink more water H2O <laughs> many reasons um, for overall health, but in specifics to detox, we sweat, we urinate, we excrete. And so the more water your body has, the more lymphatic drainage is going to have the power of the detox is going to increase. Yes.
1: Um, when we're hydrated, it makes everything easier in our body too. All the processes that need to happen. A lot of time, um, as I mentioned, I think on one of the other podcasts I've gone through our program a number of times through our restart program. And a big thing I definitely notice always is um, when we, I remove caffeine and I go into doing no caffeine for a while and I simply just replace that with water. Uh, Every time that I would get that energy drink or I would have some caffeine, having a glass of water, I'm always blown away by like, Oh, I actually feel pretty energized now. And a lot of times that's what we're suffering from. We're dehydrated and we, you know, Try to overcome that by just caffeinating. And ultimately, that's alertness. It's not energy. Yeah.
0: One of our previous uh, podcasts, uh, our guests, she was a mental health coach. And so she helps uh, empower women to be more productive in their lives, work, relations, everything. And a lot of what she deals with is like kind of burnout and um, just feeling fatigued Fatigue. and low energy. And they rely on the caffeine. And as a mental health coach talking about accountability, the first thing that she helps people with is hydration how much it improves. Um, and so we can say she's not a doctor, awesome. but she yep. knows the power of it. And she sees it with her clients and her clients get those results. by simple one more time drinking more water.
1: And uh, what, what does it mean to get enough water? If you're wondering it's half your body weight in ounces, that's what we should shoot for. So we always tell our clients, it's like do the math, you know, weigh yourself half, figure out what that is in ounces and then devise a plan for yourself. Patrick and I both have different water bottles. Um, I keep one in my office. I know if I have three of them, I'm good for the day. And it comes down to making habits at work for you. I have a a cup that I like that I know I will never put in a different place. I do not use a lid. So it's easy to drink. It's like you have to like to a T the things that work for you. I have a consistent reminder on my phone at the top of every hour says drink water and I do not dismiss it that has been done
0: (laughs) I have a weird there's always two glasses next to my bed on my nightstand one is for when I'm kind of sipping before I'm going to bed or for some reason I wake up and I'm feeling thirsty I'll drink it but I always have one full one next to my bed the first thing in the morning I do is I drink that before I do anything else I might still be even laying in bed Mm -hmm. I feel like it helps me wake up it kind (laughs) of gets me lubricated to actually get (laughs) out of bed but I know I'm already starting the day off on the right foot just by getting that 8 to 12 ounces by finishing that cup before I even start anything else
1: um the other part and this might seem a little more like removed but when we have water our skin is so much better if you think of a piece of leather and that's really dried out and you went to pull two ends apart it's gonna start to like Crack almost. Whereas if that leather was, I actually saw this on like a skin moisturizing commercial. Um, (laughs) If it was like very supple, you could stretch that. Think of like a nice belt. It's not like it's going to crack and break when you put a little pressure. Well, our skin is very, very similar to that. If you're dehydrated and we go to move, it's like that rough, cracky, tough tissue to heart. It's hard to be mobile with. If you're thinking, well, what the hell does that have to do with any of this stuff? When It's harder for you to move around and you have aches and pains. That's zapping your energy. And like we talked about in the very first one with detox, you have that internal army. They only have so much energy to fight off things that are coming. And when you're kind of using your willpower and your energy just to move and change positions and deal with that pain, you don't have willpower left to avoid sugar, maybe avoid that alcoholic drink. Or make all those good food or health decisions. Like I'm going to go work out today and do that stuff. So these things are vitally important just to keep your, um, your outlook and your mindset up. Cause when your body feels good, you feel good. You're more inspired to make more good decisions than in uh, essentially searching for the, I think we brought it up last time The like next Netflix and chill or, you know, feeling like you really earned something cause you're having a down day and you're like, oh I'm just going to have ice cream or right? I'm just going to have this. And at the end of the day, if that's what we're reaching for, there's probably some emotion tied to how we feel about our body anyways. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately just putting you further back from where we're trying to go. 100%.
0: Um, so leading it back to the detox, though, <laughs> which is our topic of the day. Um, one of the big parts with water is like the excretion and even sweating and how that's going to help, which kind of ties into another um, hack that I know you do very frequently, which is saun- yeah. in a sauna.
1: Um, I'm a big advocate of using the sauna. There's a ton of health benefits for this. Strictly from a detox perspective, um, we excrete actually more toxins in our sweat than anything else. So the more we can sweat and um, really get that out, the better. So if you think about it, and, um, you know, everyone's different, but when it comes to exercise, either maybe you haven't been doing it or it's a bit of a check off the box, but when's the last time you had that, like, deep sweat where if you had a shirt on, it's like you could literally wring it out. That's awesome to get rid of all those toxins. So when you go and sit in that sauna, um, ideally you want to shoot for about 15 minutes. I know that might be a work up to it type of thing. Start with five, kind of build from there. You get a couple more minutes each time. It does become a lot easier. But in an overall health perspective, this is so good for you because it's great for your heart because it eases it's much easier to push blood through your body circulation-wise when everything's opened up like that. So it makes it a lot easier for your heart health. And there's something that your body produces are called heat shock proteins when you get exposed to that heat. And it ultimately increases your body's ability to metabolize protein. So if you can stack up a sauna with right after working out, you're really increasing how much of that protein you're going to take in, how much muscle regrowth there's going to be, and really maximizing the uh, response to the stimulation on the workout. So back to the easy part, when you're in there sweating, it is helping detoxify your body, um, and get rid of those toxins and kind of clarify or express them rather than having those things sit in there time like over time, like Pat and I talked about on the detox in the beginning. Um, it's really for everybody to go through every once in a while to make sure that our system is rid of those toxins.
0: Yeah, and I always, I always use this as an example. The body is extremely smart. I don't recommend these three things to anyone. But if you've ever had the night sweats because you're sick, or meat sweats because you went <laughs> through that, or even. Um, What's another one that I use? Oh, Sweat. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. You might be sweating after a, t- a binge night of too much alcohol, or whatever. That's your body being smart and sweating all the nasty toxins out. It's doing that naturally without mm-hmm. you telling it to. And so if we can supplement it with our, these lifestyle and kind of boost it just by doing these simple habits, sweating, exercising, um, getting into the sauna, you're helping your body. You're encouraging it to continue to do what it needs to do. Exactly. Yeah all righty here's another one that um i think a lot of people we talked about <laughs> hydration people need to drink more water all these things but what a lot of people don't do correctly or do enough of is sleep which is huge for the detoxification process yeah mm-hmm. I know. Uh, sam you're our sleep expert you <laughs> have a whole what six-week course
1: <laughs> yes uh, we have a five-week course on sleep um but we help people in a lot of ways with this i would say this is one of the One of the bigger symptoms that we do help people with through the restart program or we see as a benefit of going through that and when we work with people with hormones. But ultimately, uh, when we sleep, that's our time to repair our body. And we talked about removing those irritants on the first podcast so that you aren't your body's not working on doing that the whole time. So we use the example of thinking of your body as a vehicle. And when you go to bed at night, that vehicle is being dropped off at the mechanic The mechanic only has the amount of time that you sleep to work on the vehicle. So if you drop that vehicle off, and we'll we'll call inflammation just like messiness in your car, if your glove boxes are full of crap, if it's really dirty, and when you go to pick your vehicle up in the morning, and you ask them, you're like, hey, did you get the oil change done, or look at the engine, and they're like, no, it was a mess. By the time I cleaned it, and washed it, and did all this, that's all we had time for. And people probably are familiar with that, where you wake up, and you're like, holy shit, I feel like I didn't even sleep. I don't feel rested because your body was ultimately busy just working on like irritants. And we want our body to be spending time actually repairing so that when we drop it off, it's instantly open up the hood. Let's maximize how all these engine parts work together. So this vehicle can continue to perform. Um, there's a massive drop off from back up a second. Adults want seven to nine hours of sleep. And there's a massive drop off between that six hours and seven hours. It's almost like, um, it's significant when it comes to our lifespan and then just how we feel from an energy perspective. Um, There's something else, you know, alcohol is normalized in our culture, but especially in America. So is this like grind, grind, grind Uber extra work, like way more work in the sense of like, I'm only going to sleep for a couple hours. You should be working way into the night. And ultimately it's not an effective way to live. You're going to have such a less brain capacity day after day after day, if you continue to do that, and ultimately you're going to be on this earth a lot less. So if you're going to take that approach, you better crush it because you're definitely like creating a big detriment to your health. I'm not an advocate against hard work at all, but there's a way to work smart. And when you get to a point where you don't have the mental capacity to do these things, you need to recharge. And if your body has no energy to do this stuff,
0: you're only robbing yourself. And yeah. And when you're, Guess you're sleeping well and you're feeling good, your brain's functioning well. You can do a lot more work (laughs) in that shorter time period. Yes, these people that are grinding and doing these 17 hour days, you know, to get through probably could have done it in 12 hours. You know, if they were taking care of themselves, they're so much more productive, thinking clearly, able to, I guess, just do the things that they need to do Mm -hmm. instead of prolonging that working smarter, not harder
1: kind of thing. I mean, um, I've experienced myself, I went through we do a 48-hour fast semi-periodically at the office. Um, and one of the times I went through, I happened to be working from home that day, and I was really just blown away at the amount of work I was get to done, was able to get done with that real, like, laser type of focus. And it was very, like, a polarizing, I guess, in the sense of how important it is when we treat ourselves that right way and that performance. It's really easy to think about a sports example. It's like, what do you think Michael Jordan was doing the night before a big game? Do you think he was like pushing for five hours of sleep because he was trying to get an extra practice all the way up till bedtime? Or do you think he prioritized that sleep and recovery to make sure that he could perform? Probably most people are going to vote for that second answer. And it's no different in our business and in our life. If we really want to perform
0: and show up as the best version of ourselves, we have to be rested. Yeah. And I guess people kind of just go through life and think sleep is just the way that you re-energize yourself, but there's so many other processes, like how much happens during sleep overall in your body, whether it be, you know, producing hormones, actually resting, digesting, going through that, but the detoxification process, like one supplement that we use for the probiotics, it's taken nightly because it's right before bedtime. You mm-hmm. want to supplement your body to go into rest where it's able to use that because it's going through that detoxification process. So when it's you're like, sleeping well,
1: go ahead. It's like dropping that vehicle off at the mechanic, but imagine inside of it's packed with all the parts they need. He's like, oh, thanks for, bring, thanks for bringing me this. Made yeah. my job easy.
0: Yeah, you have the supplies. They're not reaching out to other things or waiting for that. Yeah, oh, well we didn't have that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that delay in shipment that we're dealing with right now. But yeah. it's already there. You have your full warehouse there, so it can do what it needs to do um, and go. You know, really amplify that detoxification process. So the next day, you were ready to go, and you're just building upon it. And it's just an exponential build. If you're always in that downslide, you're not sleeping, you're not drinking, you're not doing these other things. You're just it's a negative feedback loop. You're not yeah. sleeping well, so then your body needs even more rest, but you're not able to do it because you're working too much or just running around amok.
1: Yeah. Let me share a couple of quick ones on sleep. Just like Pat saying this negative feedback loop, we probably see it the most with sleep because if you undersleep and then you wake up, you're exhausted, you have caffeine that day, right? Kind of caffeinate our way through the day, get to the end of the day. You're like, Oh man, I was happy. I survived that one. Probably have a drink. And now when you go to bed, that alcohol is kind of keep, isn't that's impacting your sleep. The caffeine that you had earlier is impacting your sleep. And if you have a late meal, that's also impacting your sleep. So all three of those things are going to limit you from getting into both REM sleep and into deep sleep. So this perpetuates that circle of now, you're even a little less rested the next day. And we're trying to caffeine through that. Um, One other part I want to add on sleep so you kind of understand fully what we mean with this repair. Bat mentioned that hormone release. So when we're sleeping, we release what's called human growth hormone. And that's really for our hair, our nails, our skin. It's everything that allows us to build muscle, to lose fat. So that is released inversely to how much glucose is in our um, in our bloodstream. So meaning, if I've recently eaten a meal, I'm going to release way less of that. But if I'm on an empty stomach, I'm going to release a lot more. That's why we encourage patients, you know, try to give yourselves three. I would say is ideal, but two hours from that last meal until you go to bed, so that your body isn't working on that. That's the difference of when you have that heavy meal you're dropping your vehicle off full of trash. And that doesn't mean it's a trashy meal that you ate, but Mm -hmm. uh, the mechanic has to deal with all the like cosmetic things and not repair. So that's why it's really important. And hopefully that kind of brings in the full circle of like, you're not releasing those hormones. Your body's not working on what it could be working on to maximize things. And ultimately you're either perpetuating a positive feedback loop or a negative one.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. So the last few weeks we've been talking about what to eliminate. So, Or eliminate or remove or kind of just mitigate the damages through that and so sugar alcohol the fried foods but how you can actually boost that immune response and that detoxification process we talked about chlorella and spirulina being some supplements that you can have in your daily or every so often life Um, probiotics huge for building that good gut bacteria to further enhance the detoxification then some lifestyle habits making sure you're getting that water your half your body weight in ounces we spoke about exercise, sauna, just actually sweating to increase that detoxification process. And then the big one, sleep, so many things, not just detox, overall health, longevity, how you think, everything, build muscle, everything. Sleep is a key, key factor. So if you start implementing these right today, you are going to notice huge changes in not only how you feel, how you look, but how productive you are in life with your relationships and just how overall happy you are. We can say, what do we say? Fix is all about happy, sexy life, right?
1: Exactly. Um, these little tweaks are really, they're all, they are little things. You might've not heard something here today that seemed profound, but these making these little changes and especially multiple little changes totally changes that trajectory of uh, where your life ends up. So let's do a part each day.
0: Amen. All right. Thank you guys for joining us on another fixed medical podcast. We'll see you guys soon. Have a
1: good day.